One of the great burdens and griefs of life is the unexplainable refusal of people that I have known to become believers. Like many of you, I have had friends, some of whom are now dead, others still living, who seem not to appreciate, let alone accept, the faith of the church. Knowing what we know about this, namely that faith is essential for eternal life, for salvation, this is a real worry especially for the dead who have no more chances. Anybody who has a care for the eternal welfare of another human being must feel some of the weight in thinking the forbidden thought that this loved one or highly respected person may not be saved but forever damned. Quite rightly, we reject pondering long on this because we are no one else's judge and can never be certain of the outcome of anyone's life before God. But we can't deny that we have instructions provided by faith which clearly identify the conditions for the outcome in the next life among which is faith in Christ. Sometimes we feel some failure on our part for not having succeeded to convince these persons of Catholic truth. Was the failure due in part to my reticence to speak? to my meager abilities to be clear and convincing, or to my bad example and cowardly witness? Was I possibly even the main obstacle that prevented my friend, my relative, from believing? It can be, as I said, a weighty thing on the mind But there's something slightly askew about this taking of the blame. Our apologetics often fail, that is the arguing of religion on the basis of proofs we put forward. Certainly, as the New Testament says, one should have ready at hand reasons for what one believes. That is to say, one should try to explain the faith to someone who sincerely desires to know. But failures to win over our friends cannot be taken to be entirely our fault because they do not account for two things that are indispensable for a conversion to the truth. First, sincerity on the part of the inquirer and secondly, the grace of God.
Believing does not depend on any human being's ability to be convincing, but rather on the power of God. And yet, God does not and cannot move someone to believe against his will if he should put up deliberate obstacles to belief. In such cases, we who try our best have to repose in the mystery of God's unfathomable will, abandoning ourselves to his decrees. Why do people refuse the greatest possible good they could ever desire, eternal life, but the freely given gift of faith? Impossible to say. Only at the final judgment, when all will be revealed, will we know with certainty the fate of anyone. And also, we will then see that God was irreproachable in his ways, predestining some over others. And we will see that all things in human history will have happened for the final outcome of God's greater glory. In the meantime, we remain uneasy. The gospel of this Mass and its matching scripture from the Old Testament has to do with the deafness that God remedies, cures. This is, of course, a physical deafness of the ears. But it's meant to be taken in its symbolic sense of a deafness to the Word of God, to faith in Christ, an ignorance seeking the Word of truth. Yet there is also such a thing as willful deafness a turning away from the message of truth in order to remain ignorant, unregenerated, unredeemed. For this, there is no cure. It is this which is taken to be the sin against the Holy Spirit. This is the most perplexing thing in all of reality, why someone created and redeemed by God, would ever want to refuse him. If it is perplexing to us, it is also complex in its causes. Once again, we must leave the mystery of this willful deafness and its outcome to the last judgment. This brief commentary on the phenomenon of the unbelief of others should make us wonder over a mystery that's closer to ourselves, that is, over our own consent to sin and refusal of grace. There ought to be reasons why we do what we do when we sin, 
And yet these are not always clear to us. Sometimes, indeed, we do want to sin, never wanting to offend God directly, of course. But we want what we want because of a motivation that deceives us of gaining advantage in committing sin over being obedient to God. This is, I would say, the most common reason for our downfalls. But in the providence of God, there can also be another reason why we sin. And this is so that through the indignity of having willfully, of our own accord, succumb to base behavior, we might be humbled before God and come to a deeper and more thorough cleansing of our souls. One day, St. Gertrude the Great heard our Lord explain this to her when he told her that people often wash their hands only when they see visible signs of dirt on them, but that in the process of washing away the dirt, they may also come to wash away other hidden germs and impurities that may in fact be potentially more injurious to them. And so it is that God may permit us to fall, even in a grave matter, so that by means of seeking Him and His mercy with humility in making the wash of a good confession, we may at the same time be cleansed of a more substantial obstinacy that's hidden from us. We need to look after ourselves more deeply and not so much after the failings of others. We need to discover what our Lord called the plank lodged in our own eyes and remove it. Maybe then, with our vision purified, we might be able to understand a little better the weaknesses of our neighbor and come to have compassion for him, commending him to the mercy of God and offering prayers for his conversion. St. James in the epistle says that we should not haughtily look down upon the poor. In a like way, we ought to have compassion rather than disdain for those who are deaf, willed or not, and pray for them. Nor should we forget to pray for those who have died, who seem to be lost to God. For we can never be sure of the outcome of our prayers for them. This assistance to the dead gives us some relief in our inquiring and worried minds over their state in the next life. And it gains merit for us, too, who even at this distance 
can have hope for their salvation.